Hello and welcome back to the Steph Gordon Show. I am here today with one of my all-time favorite legends, Danny Duncan. She is a qualified and featured nutrition and fitness coach, a mom of three children, Harper and twins, Harlow and Bo, and the author of Yummy, It's All About Balance, which I'm actually so excited to have drop into my letterbox very soon. Danny loves helping women at all stages of life improve their health mentally and physically through exercise and balanced eating habits. She's recognized for her passion for educating women. And after seeing huge changes in their lives that they were making through her guidance, she is more driven than ever before. Her online coaching programs have helped thousands of women transform themselves physically and mentally while juggling children and careers, all while not giving up the good things in life. Danny, I am so pumped to have you on the podcast today. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here, Steph. Yeah. So Danny was actually one of my first ever coaching clients. And I was one of, I think I was one of your first ever coaches. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So, so crazy. And that's, I mean, how many years ago was that? Like three? Um, That would have been two years and about four months or something like that. I think it was like March 2020. I remember when Danny reached out and I like looked, I I think, I don't even know what it was back then, but I looked, I looked at your profile back then and you had like, I don't know, maybe 10,000 followers, maybe 11. I don't know. You've got like 40 now. So you had huge (laughs) growth, Um, but you had like 11,000 followers and like, I was just getting started in business coaching and I was like, oh my gosh, she's such a big deal. (laughs) I can't believe she wants to work with me. And oh my gosh, it was so fun. So fun. For those of you who don't know Danny, Danny, you're, you know, the figure on Instagram. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Who is Danny Duncan? Yeah. So, I mean, so first and foremost, I suppose I am a wife and a mum, really. Wife to my beautiful husband, Chris. We have loads of fun. And mum to, yeah, like you said, Harper, who is almost four, a little terror age, and my 10-month-old twinnies, Harlow and Bo. And I'm someone that is super passionate. I'm a Leo and I'm a true Leo. I'm passionate. I feel. I want to help everyone. I talk too fast. I love wine and I love chocolate and I love food and I love exercise and I love just feeling good. So yeah, I've had loads of different experiences through my life that have gotten to me where I am today. Um, I suppose I love sharing that as well as all my other qualifications. I think that's a really big part of yeah what I do and who I am. It's what's shaped me today. Yeah. And so incredible. Like guys, if you haven't gone over and had a look at Danny's Instagram, go because it's, so, it's such a fun place to be and it's really inspiring. I do love that you're a Leo. Like it's probably one of my favorite things about you. Like you're like, I'm all passion and I'm all fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, I just love the way that you show up yes. so unapologetically yourself. It's one of my favorite things about you. What did you sell to make your very first dollar as an entrepreneur? The first thing I ever sold was a set of figure bands. That was the first thing I ever sold. Yeah. I had got a set of figure bands or resistance bands, I should say, from somewhere. And I was using them in the gym. This is before like code and everything. And someone was like, oh, where'd you get those? I need some. And then someone else was like, I need some of those. Where'd you get them? And I was like, I think I need to sell these things. So I, you know, found a supplier in China and called them the figure bands. And um, yeah, that's the, one of the first things I sold. <laughs> that, how much were they? They were 24. No, they were yeah, 24 95 at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Did that make you uh, rich? It made me so rich. No, I literally, at one point before lockdown and COVID and all that, at one point I was like, I can't keep buying these. I'm making no money. (laughs) (laughs) And like the thing is, especially with products, if you don't profit them correctly or like price them correctly, because you have to buy things in in bulk and, you know, you just end up being like, where is all the money from this going? Like I have nothing to show for this. Totally. And I had no idea what I was doing, right? And I also, the first order I'd placed for them was over $1,000. And I didn't realize you had to pay in for duty. So I ended up actually paying... $1,000 
$1,500 for these bands. And I was like, I'm going to make no money off these bands. <laughs> You're like, okay, lesson learned. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, lots of lessons learned. So, yeah, that was the first thing I sold. Um, and that was 2019. Yeah, yeah. And you still sell those now, though? I still sell those now, yes. Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. So cool. So two two years and four months, maybe. See, I love that, that you know the anniversary. <laughs> like two years, four months and five days ago. Yes, come on. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. I remember exactly where I was when I called you, actually. So, you know what? So do I. And I would love yeah. to hear that story because yeah. when you first came to me, you were starting a business basically with zero dollars. Like you didn't, you didn't really have a business at the time. No. Um, no. And this year you're on track to hit like multi-six figures, like like, head, yeah. like high multi-six figures, like absolutely yeah. incredible. Yeah. And in that time you had twins. Yes. So yes. talk us a little bit through your business journey. Yeah. So the beginning of 2020, just before COVID had really hit, but it was kind of in the space, I have a travel business as well. And that was going okay, but I just felt like I needed more. And at the time, the figure was just a place for me to share my journey of motherhood and share with women that you can stay fit, stay active, stay healthy, and you can still eat chocolate and (laughs) drink wine. These are two of my big loves. And people have always said, how do you stay so lean and fit but still have all these good things? And I loved educating women and helping women in that space, in that motherhood space. I wanted to grow, but I had zero clue what to do. I was like, I have no idea what to do. I was like, you know what I really want to do? I want to write a recipe book. And I reached out to you. I was like, I had reached out to actually maybe three or four other business coaches and I just didn't click with them. And I was about to give up and we had a conversation. I said to you, I want to write a recipe book. And you're like, that's awesome, but no one's going to buy it. I was like, oh. And you're like, what are all your other ideas? And I think I rattled off about 10 different ideas. And you were like, wow, okay, you've got lots to do. You need to find one thing that's easy to do that you can grow from there and then you can go and do everything else. And I was like, okay, cool. And from there, we had decided to do a couple of things. One was um, my live workouts. I just started doing those online because we'd gone into lockdown. So you helped me grow that. And then the other thing was I had all these nutrition qualifications that I wasn't using. So I decided to start helping people out. I think I started, it was like, I'll give you a free chat and I'll help you sort out your diary. If you want to pay me $90, I'll check your food diary for two weeks and give you some tips. <laughs> yeah, I remember it being like a, uh, it was like a, I think you had like a PDF that they could have yeah. and they could like track their food. Yeah. And yeah I remember you being like, well, I'll just check it for you and just hold you accountable to it for like $90. And totally. And like we just had the least kind of like, I think even like the the live workouts that you were doing, like I think, I mean, yeah. I don't know what it costs to join the figure babes now, but I think it was like $10 a month at the time or $10 a week or something. Yeah, it was eight dollars a week. Yeah, yeah. So we started off super small, and now to have a multi six figure business in two through COVID and with having twins, like congratulations. Yeah, thanks. I mean, the twenty twenty was really um, different for me how it was for everybody else. Everyone has obviously a lot of negative emotions towards twenty twenty. For me, twenty twenty was the most pivotal year of my life. It changed my life. Um, Without COVID, I wouldn't be where I am today. It not just motivated me to do something to help other women, but it supported my family. Yeah, it's it was a really big growth year as well. So, and that's a lot yeah. from somebody coming from Melbourne. <laughs> Yeah, because absolutely. Guys had a lot of lockdown time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that was the thing. I think as each state went into different stages of lockdown, I always got a new audience each time, right? Because it was like, oh, Sydney's in lockdown. Let's go and chase after them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sydney girls, where you at? Enjoy my figure face. Totally, enjoy my figure face. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh. So good. So, yeah. like, obviously, I mean, your business journey's been so incredible. And also, guys, she finally has launched that recipe book. And guess what? Yeah. People have bought it. Yes, yes, people have on it. No, it's awesome. I 
my copy should be in the mail today, actually. So, um, yeah, yeah super exciting. staring out the window just for it to arrive. <laughs> for it to arrive. <laughs> yeah, no, that recipe book is being done. I sort of got to a stage at the end of last year and I was like, I think I'm ready. I think this is time to do this. So, yeah. yeah. So cool. And such a reminder for our listeners as well, like, you can have all of the ideas, but you don't yeah. have to do them all on day one. Like start right. with the thing that's most simple, most easy, most aligned, easiest to scale. And then yeah. over time, like you can bring those cool ideas back off the shelf and put them back into your world. And totally. Yeah. You know, like service totally. the world in, in more ways, but also make more money as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so love that. So look, having a business is obviously hard. I'm sure that you can mm. Agree. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, one baby and a business is tough. But having twins and having another child and still running a business and yeah. having an incredible marriage, like yeah. that's something that you're not telling us. Like, what is the secret? Do you have like more hours in the day? Like, how's it work? No, no, I don't have more hours in the day. I am, look, I've always been super driven. I don't know if that comes back to my style sign, but um, yeah, no, I, I just make it work. And I suppose what I've taught myself over the years is that I just don't have time for other people's bullshit and I don't have time to waste on anything that's not serving me. So I don't sit there and think for half an hour if I'm going to fold the washing. I just fold the fucking washing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't sit there and wonder what I'm going to do. I don't sit there and scroll on Instagram. So if you do see me, yeah, I'm probably on my phone a lot. I promise you anything, I'm not scrolling and liking other people's posts. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am supporting people. You know, I support you 110%, but I don't aimlessly scroll. Mm. So I just make sure that whatever I'm doing is working towards something. At the same time, I also make sure that I am giving my family as much as I can in that space as well. So yeah, I do work a lot and I do do a lot and I don't sit down and not do much very often, but that's okay because I do take time out. You know, we went to Fiji a few weeks ago and I took some time out there, which was really, really nice. And Chris and I have a um, anniversary trip booked for November for five nights. So we'll take some time out there. So we do do that, but yeah, I just make sure that I put in the hard work and that does mean working nighttime sometimes and that does mean working weekends sometimes but at the same time I get to choose my hours right so like for me between 4 and 7 p.m that's my family time I make sure that happens and I'm just super productive on the other other times as well I love that and I think it's not about having I mean and I would love your thoughts on this on like on balance I I don't know I mean you would know more than me like I have two dogs and I'm like shit I don't know I don't know how I'm gonna do this motherhood thing right (laughs) Yes. But like, tell me about balance. Like, what are your belief systems on it? Do you believe that it exists? Do you believe that you have to work for it? Do you believe that it doesn't exist and that we're all just in different stages at different times? Like, tell me what your thoughts on balance are. I mean, I don't even know if I've got it right, to be honest. Chris would probably think that sometimes I don't have it right. <laughs> but I think for me, balance, it depends as well, because are you happy with where you are in your life now? And if you're not happy with where it's now, or if you want more, like I want more, like I want to get to stage where I can retire Chris, where we can have a bigger house and a bigger backyard so my kids can run around. That's really important to me that I can travel business class, you know, all the time. You know, I want to get to a stage in that, which means working hard now, but balance to me means working hard, but then recognizing when you do need to make sure you step away and have some time for yourself. That's what balance is to me. So I don't mind putting in the hard work and being a little bit tired, but making sure I schedule that time in Mm. for family, for friends, you know, for my relationship is really important because 
you've got to fill your own cup too with those personal things so that you can pour back in to everyone else's cup. So yes. Louder for the people at the back. <laughs> yeah. I think what people struggle with is the working hard now part. And they think that's going to be there forever, but it feels that way if you don't schedule in that time. You know, like Chris and I always have a date night booked in. You know, we always have something for the family booked in. We always plan ahead. You know, like on Sunday, we spend two hours in the lakes, which is this beautiful park near us, walking around with the babies and the carriers, Harper, you know, playing across the lake. You know, that kind of stuff's really important. But then knowing, yeah, Monday morning comes around and yeah, it's back into it, baby, you know? Yeah, I love that. I think where people get it wrong, and I actually, I don't want to say wrong. I just think, because I don't really believe in right and wrong. I think where they're finding it, like it's not working for them. And I think this is where it's really your genius zone here, because it comes back to what you said at the very beginning, which is like, I don't give a fuck about what other people are doing or saying. No. And ultimately it comes back to that because people who overwork are typically overworking because they're like trying to please somebody or they're trying to meet somebody yes. else's expectations or they're trying to meet somebody else's criteria of success or they're trying to validate something that somebody else is going to be thinking about them right and yeah. so they don't take those breaks or yeah. they you know they take on the clients but they don't put the firm boundaries in place that no this is my family time and I am not on my phone in my family time no matter mm. what right for sure yeah I do think that's where most people find it tough to set those boundaries but you know guys just take a leaf out of Danny's book and like one of my favorite things and one of my mantras when I first got started in business is just <laughs> Give less of a fuck. Give less of a fuck, like literally. And also you've got to say no. Like I say no so often. And even this morning I was saying to you earlier, I had an appointment with someone who did mess me around a little bit and she was trying to get into my non-negotiable time, my run time on a Wednesday. Sorry, that's my time. My non-negotiable run at 8.30 and you're not interrupting that. That is my mm-hmm. time to run. And, you know, I had a client message me the other night. Oh, can you talk about you on my holiday now? Because I still got that business as well. And I'm like, no, sorry. I've got the twins till 7 p.m. You know, like whatever it was, you know, that's, no, that's my family time. We don't talk then. And it's really holding fast in that because it's like, if you do want hashtag balance and if you want to have it all, I, I really believe, Danny, that you've got a really beautiful balance in your life, like from, you know, yeah. our conversations and what I see. And I know you work yeah. hard. You work hard when you're working, but then when yeah. you're not working, you're fully in your wife or mum or woman mode. Totally. You know? Totally. Yeah. 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 And when I'm with my friends as well, like my phone is away, you know, like most of the time when I, you might see a boomer with me cocktailing and then you won't see a thing all night because I'm with my friends, you know, I'm like in the zone, we're talking, we're having a good time. I mean, I am lucky that I've got a really supportive husband and that obviously really, really helps as well. But I'm also a huge communicator and I think sometimes we fail to communicate. And if you want something and if you want that time, you have to tell people what you want. Like, I will tell you what I want, you know, like, and I'll say, Chris, on Sunday, we need to do this, or we're going to go to science works with the kids or whatever we're going to do, you know, or on Thursday, like today, for example, he usually has the kids on a Wednesday, but I usually help out a little bit. My day is jam packed today. I'm just open with that. Like, this is what my Wednesday looks like. And just really open with what that looks like, because I think we fail to communicate enough, which means we're failing to get our needs across. And then when our needs aren't meant, we then blame other people for feeling crap and shit. And we go, well... I can't do it because blah, 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 blah. We don't take responsibility for what we're doing or what we want. Mm. And then we start to feel lethargic or feel tired. We start to blame all these external sources without looking inside and going, what can I do for me to make me feel less tired, to make me feel more productive? You know, whether that's working out and exercising for more energy, maybe your kids aren't sleeping. Why don't you get a sleep consultant? You know, okay, like my nutrition shit, all I do is eat chips in the cupboard. All right, well, maybe I need a nutrition coach. You know, like we try and blame everything else rather than looking inside and going, okay, what do I need to do to find balance in my life? Because I've got control over that. 
Totally. And it's that radical responsibility. And it's like, if your needs aren't being met, then are you asking? Yeah, exactly. Are you asking for help? Like when was the last time, and if you're listening to this right now, (laughs) women of the world, if you're listening to this right now, when was the last time you truly asked for help? Totally. When was the last time you actually felt supported? And if you yeah. haven't been feeling supported, instead of blaming your husband or blaming the world and and lovingly like just like being the victim, right? Yeah, being the victim totally. of the circumstance. It's like, yeah. okay, what can I do to take control? I need to ask. And don't put the story in there. Because I mean, I, you would hear this as well. You work with mums all the time. And not just mums, but women. They put the story in there. Oh, I couldn't ask my husband because he would. But it's like, but have you? Have you tried? Like you're creating this whole story when actually if you just explained to him what it meant to you and why you needed it and how it was going to make you the best of a mom and like maybe you were going to, you know, I don't know, (laughs) you know, give him a bit of extra love later on or whatever that looks like. Yeah. It would be so down to support you, right? Yeah. Your mom or your sister or your friend or whoever it is, like just ask. Yeah. Like even um, I hear women say this a lot to me as well. And I literally say this exactly what you said. People go, Oh my God, how do you go on so many dates? Like I've had women that haven't been on a date night with their husband in years. Chris and I go once a month. And like, who looks after the kids? I'm like, I ask people. I'm not ashamed to ask. The worst that they're going to say is no. Yeah. (laughs) Then, you know, so, you know, you've got to ask and I've got to fill my cup because if I fill my cup, then I'm the best possible mother that I can be as well. And also coach, you know. Yeah, especially when you're a coach because you're in that place yeah. of giving and pouring. You're in that place of pouring. Like when you're a coach, person, you don't know this. <laughs> if you are thinking about being a coach, FYI, it's a big pour, right? It's and a big pour. <laughs> big pour. It's a lot of energy. People are like, oh, all you do is have conversations. But like, you give your everything when you coach. And I know yeah. that you're exactly the same, Danny. And so really? you, know, you do have to take that time and really fill that cup up. You have obviously lots and lots and lots and lots of clients. And they are getting incredible results. And they're also like mums and they're also killing it in, in not yeah. just fitness and nutrition, but like in lots of ways in life. And I know that you're a huge part of that journey for them. What do you think is the key to the results that you get for your clients? I think what sets me apart from any other program course or whatever is that two things. I think I'm not a challenge, right? I think for some reason, fat loss has become a challenge. Like who are we challenging against? Like the person next door, like what you look like and how you feel is such a personal thing. I don't know why we make it a challenge. So for me, I'm, I coach, right? I educate you around nutrition and fitness and mindset and around your relationship with food because most people that have tried every fad diet have a problem with their relationship with food, right? It's a negative one. You know, I shouldn't eat this. I can't eat that. I shouldn't eat that. Well, I'm not going to eat that for eight weeks so I can lose as much weight as possible. That's not sustainable. I want my clients to step out after my coaching and just continue living and continue hitting their goals. Mm. So it's all around education for me. And I think because I do touch on those aspects of relationship with food and because I've had a bad relationship with food in the past, I can relate to how they're feeling. So, yeah, I think that's what, what sets it apart. And it's about education around what's in food, why we eat food. You know, we had a big conversation on Monday night in our group. So many people were mind blown because so many of them had cut out carbs in the past. And you're not just cutting out a food group, you're cutting out essential nutrients for you to grow. And I think sometimes we forget that we're not just doing this for the wedding in eight weeks or the holiday next month. I want to be fit and healthy and running after my kids and grandkids when I'm 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. Yeah. Like that's why we do it. So we can feel good then as well. Yeah, totally. And I'm so with you here, Danny, because like as somebody who's had, in the past had a really bad relationship with their body and with food, you yeah. know, I've just recently come back onto kind of a new, you know, a new lifestyle regime. And part of that is counting calories and macros. Yeah. 
And I've had so many people be like, oh, don't you think that's a bit toxic? Or, oh, aren't you a bit worried about that? And I have actually been like, actually, no, because I've really healed that relationship. And I've, I'm yeah. in a really good place where it actually just feels good. Because you know what? I can have the popcorn and I can have the chocolate and I can have totally. the glass of wine. I yeah. just have to make sure I plan it out and I think about it and I don't like, you know what I mean? And then it's easy. It's actually, Absolutely. I can actually have it all. It's just yeah. that like before the counting, it was from such a place of hate instead of a place of love. And now that I've switched that mentality of being like, you know, I love my body and she deserves this and I'm going to be fit and healthy for my kids. I'm going to, now it's for longevity. Like I'm so with you here. Like I don't want to die at 60. I don't want to die at 65. I want to be going, I want to be like 95 and that (laughs) grandma that's still dancing, you know? Totally. Yeah. I think as well, we have to change the wording. Like you used the word there, quest of counting, right? Like counting calories, I feel like is something that the people did in the nineties and it was basically to try and count as little as possible, right? Like how little calories can I eat today? And those words like, I see it on Instagram as well still and it drives me nuts. So here are five low-calorie snacks. Like, guys, we need calories. We need energy, right? But the great thing, I call it tracking. Like, let's track what we eat so we understand what's in our food. So we understand, okay, well, if I have 50 grams of avocado, that's what that looks like and that's what that means. And that means, okay, maybe I can still have my chocolate later. Whereas, okay, wow, that was fucking 100 grams of avocado, that's actually put me up on my calories, which means I potentially won't fit in my chocolate if I want to hit my goals. So if I want to have my chocolate, I just need to, you know, it's just educating you and tracking so you can, yeah, like you said, have it all, you know. Totally. And I love the way that you reframed and language is everything, right? Like language is all of it. And I love the way that before you said, can we stop using the word challenge? And I love that because so many reasons, like you said, let's not make it a short-term thing, but also the word challenge implies that it's hard. And like now I figured out like every day is just simple for me now because, uh, you know, I know exactly what I need to eat and I like, I know exactly what it looks like for me to eat to my calories in a way that is going to help me hit my goals. And now it's just simple. Like it's actually rinse and repeat and it's actually not challenging at all no and also like what happens at the end of an eight-week challenge like you haven't hit your challenge so then what is that saying about you what are you making that mean about yourself that, as well? exactly how's that making yeah. you feel is that making you feel you failed because then most people when they feel they failed it's really damaging you know you start talking negatively to yourself self all that sort of stuff and you know you start doing things because you feel like a failure and then that doesn't help at all right so no yeah. it gets you into that cycle of like i'm no good at this and when you're in that place like you know, your thoughts create your reality and your thoughts will always try and prove you right. So yeah. you will constantly be finding evidence of how you're failing in every fucking area of your life rather sure. than just being yeah. like, you know, like, okay, I did really, I did my best. But yeah, yeah I totally agree. Let's get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. In my course, we talk about how like over the eight week or 12 week course, depending which one you do with me, life is going to happen, right? You're going to have a party. Someone might end up in hospital. You might get sick. Something is going to happen that's going to mean that you cannot stick to something 100%. And that's okay. One hot day doesn't make a summer. You're going to have ebbs and flows. And just because you have something happen in your life, that's going to happen anyway, whether you're doing a course when you're not doing a course. And if you can overcome something whilst we're on the coaching together, and then you can work out how to handle it while we're on the coaching together, they're going to be more equipped to handle that when we're off the coaching. Totally. That's a skill that is learned, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's like yeah. one hot day doesn't make a summer. One of my favorite ones is uh, if you got a crack in your iPhone, you wouldn't just like throw it on the floor and then stomp on it 10 times and be like, oh, well, I guess it's broken now. <laughs> like, totally. You, know, you would just totally. go and get the crack fix or even just ignore it, right? Totally. Totally. So it's that yeah. whole thing of like, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, we own a gym in my in my world. Yes. And so many of like the clients that come to, you know, my program in PMP, they work as PTs or in the fitness space. And I know yeah. that it's one of the most saturated industries around. And, yeah. you know, people are always like, yeah, but my industry is so competitive or someone's already doing what I'm doing. And like in your world, though, that's just like exponential. <laughs> There's so many people working in the fitness and nutrition industry. It can be a really hard industry to stand out in. How did you yeah. carve out your own space and niche? This might sound really weird. I don't know. I have never compared or tried to compete with anybody. And Which... I think maybe that's it. And that sounds really simple, right? But like, yeah, I see loads of people on Instagram and Facebook being like, oh, I can't do anything I'm doing. There's so many other people in the industry. I'm never going to get there. I've never once gone done that, to be honest. Like I stay in my lane. I've got my blinkers. On. I've got my blinkers on. They're there. They open up a little bit just to check what's going on, like what the message everyone else is saying. But yeah, I just keep doing me. I be me. I'm authentically me. I don't want to be anybody else. I just mm-hmm. do me. And yeah. Annie, can I ask you a question about that? Because you just are you, right? And I I do think that that's probably been your whole life. And there have probably been times in life where people have tried to change you and they didn't realize they were going up against a Leo. (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, not everyone's like that. And, And so, you know, over the years, you know, people have had bosses, teachers, family members, relationships where, you know, they have kind of I guess, lost themselves. And I'm sure you coach women who do this all the time. Yeah. They have lost themselves coming back to you. Because I personally think the reason that you stand out in your niche is because you are so you. Yeah. And people like love you or hate you and that's yep. amazing that's and fine. That's perfect I mean they're very rarely but you know what I mean like I know that, I know that you've got trolled and I know that you've totally. had all of that stuff happen to you you know with with some of your messaging and, and obviously I was coaching you when some of those things were going down yeah, yeah. and it's gonna happen right especially yeah. when you start creating a platform for yourself and you share a message that's on your heart like it's gonna happen sure. what's your methodology around coming back to you and, and finding your own unique voice and your own unique step I mean, my personal reasons behind this, it it was personal. Like I was in a very bad relationship through my 20s where I wasn't authentically me. I was hiding behind something and pretending and lying and because I felt was going to feel like a failure if I left that relationship. So I came out of that with the intention that I wasn't going to let someone make me feel like that. Um, I then fell into another relationship that was very similar who was also, yes, someone was trying to put out my fire. And I realized at that point that life is too short, you know, life is too short to not be you. And if you don't like me, then that's fine. You don't have to like me, you know, you're not my people. And so I kept coming back to that. I then, I suppose at different moments in my life, things have happened, you know, I was in a job, which I used to love. And then the values as well didn't align with me. So I decided to leave. And I think maybe it is people are scared of what's on the other side. They're scared of leaving, whether that's a job, a relationship, a friendship group. You know, I think people are scared because the unknown can be scary, but the unknown is actually where your growth happens. Mm-hmm. And every time that I've had to go, no, I'm going to cut this off because it's not right for me. It's not serving me. Oh my God, amazing shit has happened, you know? So I think sometimes we're scared of what's on the other side, but what we don't realize is maybe on the other side, there's a freaking wonderland waiting. You know, you've just got to have the courage to step out and do that. and. If someone doesn't like you, that's okay. You don't like everyone. So why should everyone like you? You know, you just got to find your tribe and find where you fit in and just stick to it, you know, 
And yeah, people sometimes don't like me. And sometimes it's because that something in them is triggered when I talk. And a lot of people have said to me as well, oh my God, Danny, you're always so happy and positive. Sometimes it's really annoying. You know, how are you so happy and positive? And I'm happy and positive because I've been through the shit. You know, I've walked through the shit. I've got through the shit. I've pushed through the shit. And I've come out the other side. And every time something shit happens to me now, I get so much quicker coming back. Danny, I love that. Can you tell me about, we were just having a conversation off air before and you kind of have a way, like you said that you get knocked down. Can you tell me what that methodology is? Because I think I would love to share it with the audience. Yes. Yeah. So it's my rule. I say it to my coaching clients on our mindset week and it's like, shit is always going to happen, right? That's life. Shit's going to happen. And you're allowed to get down. I say, you can get down. You can say a few fucks. You can yell and scream, but you fucking got to get up and you got to keep going because it's not worth it. You're not doing anything by staying down there. You're not helping anyone. If anything, you're pissing yourself and more people off. We know that the more stress we get, things get affected. Our gut is really affected when we're stressed. We store fat more when we're stressed. We don't have as much productivity. We're not nice. Our hormones can go on all balance. So there's no point being down there. Nothing good happens down there, you know? So I always talk about resilience. Yeah. Fall down three times, get up four, right? Yeah, I love it. And I think that was just so inspirational. Thank you so much for sharing. (laughs) And I just love the way that you you do 110% stay in your own lane. Talk to us about how you handle getting trolled. I don't know if it happens as much anymore. I mean, you know, obviously I've been I've I've been there with you when it's happened sometimes and people have come out yeah. and they've been pretty radically triggered by some of the stuff that you said and they've been pretty hurtful and trying to say hurtful things, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people in my mastermind especially are like, oh, you know, I'm so scared if I say this, people are gonna say X, right? Talk to totally. me about how you handle it, how you navigate so, that. So if I'm honest, this is still something I'm really learning and working through because as my platform grows, I do get trolled and trolls are nasty, right? Like it is nasty stuff and I am a feeler, you know, like I feel and I hate upsetting people and I hate making people feel shit. So some one thing that's really helping me is that if someone feels shit from something I said, it's not a reflection of me, it's a reflection of them. And they are obviously dealing with something that I've hit inside. So I am trying my best to ignore more and not respond because when we respond, we are then giving them our energy, right? So it's something I'm really working on. So just guys, so you know, I'm not good in this space at the moment and it's something I'm really working on because I'm getting, yeah, the more I grow, the more I'm going to get trolled. The second thing that I suppose, this is going to sound a bit strange, but there's a couple of people I really look up to in the industry and one of those people is James Smith. I don't know if you follow him. He gets trolled a lot. (laughs) He gets trolled like more than anyone in the world. Like he probably owns a troll farm, so many trolls. And he keeps going. And I suppose all I do is think, I don't say things any even half as controversial as him. (laughs) So if he can do it and keep going, and I look at all these other people, like we were watching a Ricky Gervais thing the other day and, oh my God, can you imagine how much he gets trolled as well? Like it must be through the roof. It doesn't matter because they're not his people, you know? Like, and I just keep thinking, there are people bigger than you getting trolled more than you. You've got to learn. It's going to happen. And if it, you're getting trolled, it means you're probably making an impact. Totally. Yeah. So, and I think people like James Smith BT, and there's so many examples out there right now, but, yeah. you know, the way that they're really like, he's had huge growth in the past couple of years. Huge. And the yeah. reason he's had huge growth is polarizing content. Yeah. Guys, if you want to grow your platform, the fastest way is to piss people off. Like, totally, yeah. The if fastest it, way because it's shareable. People are like, totally. do you see this? Like the 
fastest ways. And like, cause you'll have people who are so onside, but you'll have totally. people who are so offside. Right. But the people who are your people, they will come. And then obviously as well, then the comments become hilarious because really? you have the people who are like <laughs> with you and against you and they're finding each other in the comments. And then James yeah. is just like, I'm just watching this. I'm watching totally. I'm just going to sit back and watch this go down. Totally. I got trolled quite badly in February, March. And I literally was like, oh, thanks for the free marketing. Like, <laughs> you know, like she shared so much on her stories and I was like, go ahead. Like I, and then it was funny because I, all I thought was, you know, what's going to happen. You're going to see that. You're going to come to my page. You're going to either go, oh, I like her. I'll follow her. Or I don't like her. I'm not going to follow her. No skin off my back. I don't give a fuck. And I had so many people messaging me like, oh, I just found you through like some weird person's story the other day and I really love you. Thanks. I'm like, oh, no worries. <laughs> That's so funny because I think people get so scared that like because someone shares something like that to their story that like their whole audience is now going to hate you too. Totally. But actually, that's usually not the case. No. And as my followers have said to me, Danny, we follow you and because we see your stories every day. We know who you are. Seeing someone else write something shit about you is not going to change our minds on that. Like, mm. you know, people are like pretty capable of making their own decisions. Totally. Yeah. Totally. People like yeah. Joe Rogan, James Smith PT, like, you know, totally. just like they just, they've got their, their diehards. And honestly, that's all you need is your diehards. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And as I said, like, thanks for the free marketing. You've just told your 68,000 followers that, hi, go follow this chick. Yeah, check out Danny. <laughs> go click this yeah. chick's profile. Yeah, totally. <laughs> thanks for the free engagement. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, for sure. But no, it is something I'm working on because I'm not, yeah, in all honesty, it does hurt me still because, yeah. You're so, yeah. human being, absolutely. Yeah. So I just I have to get better at ignoring it and just reminding myself it's something in them, it's something in them. Yeah. yeah. So. And it truly is like even, you know, you made a mention before of like one example and you were like, you're so happy all the time, it's so annoying. And it's one of those things that I immediately my heart went out for the, to that person because mm. yeah. they obviously are not feeling that level of joy and happiness in their life and they're triggered by your joy and happiness yeah. because they so desperately want it but aren't able to achieve it. And guys, if you just give 10 times that love back to those people, like mm. they need it. Like they need yeah. it more desperately than anybody else right now, yeah. you know? Sure. Um, and yeah. so it's about like going, okay, that was hurtful. And also if something's triggering you, if someone says something that triggers you, it's a really good opportunity to go, okay, is it true for me? Yes, no. Okay, now I get to make a new decision, yeah. you know? Totally. And so I know yeah, that you sure. doing that every day. Absolutely. And I also think as well, like, because I have also unfollowed people that don't resonate with me or or maybe they did at one level and they've seen something. And sometimes I'll be like, well, I'll just, you know, keep scrolling or whatever. But mm. then sometimes you go, actually, this person's content is consistently making me feel something that I don't like. I'm going to unfollow them and then go and work on whatever it is that you know, is doing that for me. Was, you know? Yeah. 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 Business is such a uh, constant self-development cycle and it's a constant mirror. You constantly have to just be looking at your fears, your flaws, what's holding you back, your reaction to things. Totally. Know? Yeah. And especially when you've got an online presence as well. Like I literally just had to apologize yesterday to a long-term figure babe and someone who's also done my coaching because she asked a question and to be honest, I did dismiss it. And I'm at the time I did think, oh shit, I probably answered that in a really bad way, but you know, I was busy and I answered it and she messaged me, which is really awesome and said, Danny, your answer yesterday actually really, really hurt me. I had you, I found you really dismissive. It's not usually how I find you. So it just really upset me. I was really hoping you could help me in that space. And I, you then have to then put your big girl boots on, right? And I went, I'm really actually sorry I did dismiss you. That was a really shit move of mine. And I apologize. And yeah, I hope you can forgive me. It's just like, oh my God, I was not expecting an apology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, you have to. And that just is exactly like that. Honestly, embodies my favorite attribute about 
like entrepreneur and like if you know when you get to that space of self-development because most people get feedback like that from a client and it because they're triggered they're immediately defensive totally. here's, here's a list of all the things i did right because their ego is trying to get protected right totally. yeah here's all the things i did right here's all the things i've done for that person here's all the ways that i've tried to help them and look what she said to me like because yeah. of one thing that i said right you don't always need to be right like no, no, sometimes like you just need to acknowledge when you've been wrong and totally. you know, the same thing yeah. would happen if someone came to us in our program and we actually say it like on our welcome call, we're like, if we do something wrong or if you are unhappy with something, like just let us know straight away no. because we can fix it, no. but we totally. can only fix it if we know. And every single time we wear it, we're just like, okay, yeah. how do we contribute to this? Totally. Yeah. I think that goes for like everything. Well, I think business owners, especially, they say they are open to feedback. Oh, we want feedback for the store. And then they get the feedback and then they're like, oh, but no, 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 no. And then, you know, yeah, like you said, they get all defensive. It's like, well, hang on, you've asked for the feedback. Take it on board. And because I'm constantly growing and changing, constantly. And I think that's the problem. People think that they've found something and it has to stay the same. You know, mm. like you can grow and change and develop and get better. I love yeah. it. Totally. And I think that people just need to start seeing the feedback as exactly that feedback and not a personal attack not totally. a dig at you not a dig at your ego not saying that your business is the shittest thing in the world even if that is what was said <laughs> it's, it's actually just a lesson it's just totally. a lesson in okay either that person wasn't right for me and it's still that's my responsibility because i chose to work with them um sure. you know potentially my product's not good or my service isn't good it's just a really good opportunity to like reflect right totally so danny wrapping this up because you are fitness, nutrition, goddess of all things body and mind, and you know, obviously I'm big on health as well and, and it, it is huge in our life. And I do think that we're in a society now where people maybe aren't prioritizing it as much as, you know, it's always the case of, you know, you don't care about your health until something happens to your health, right? It's not important totally. until it becomes important. And so sure. what would you say to somebody who was thinking about starting to look after themselves in a different way or get back on track or get on track with their fitness and nutrition what advice would you give somebody i mean i think the problem with most people is that they think that everything has to change right now and they have to go and suddenly work out seven days a week and eat perfectly and has to all be perfect right now but that's not how it is if you just start making some small changes like make some small commitments to yourself every single day drink a little bit more water start with a 10 minute workout two days a week, if that's where it is, you know, that's what I do with my clients. Let's start small and then let's build from there. Let's start creating the habits. It takes anywhere from 18 to 254 days to create a habit. So you just got to keep going. Okay. You've got to keep going. So small changes, make a little bit of a better choice with your food, drink a little bit more water, move a little bit more, do a few more steps, practice gratitude every single day and slowly but surely it'll come. This is not a race. Health and fitness isn't a race. There's no prize at the end for getting to your goals um they're your goals so you just got to start somewhere i love that and if people are wanting to know more about you where do we find you and how do we work with you awesome so i do hang out on instagram mainly so the figure underscore you can head to my website thefigurelife.com and you've got the work with me page so i've got another coach on now bethany so we do private and group coaching together i've got my figure page which is my online workout platform i've also got some self-paced course if you don't want to do any face-to-face stuff and then i've got all my products in my store as well so i've got meal plans i've got a variety of meal plans i've got my mats my bands my bottles and of course my recipe book which will be ready for dispatch very soon we've got some yummy recipes guys um it's all about balance so you know it's got caramel slice we've got pasta meals we've got some nice macro balance meals as well um all the good stuff 
So good. I'm so beyond proud of you. It's been such a beautiful thing to witness your business journey and your journey as a woman and your growth in your mindset and self-development. Like, Thanks. You are such an inspiration. And so guys, if you haven't already gone and followed Danny, please go and follow. And we would love to know your biggest takeaway from this episode. Guys, if you are listening, we would love to know what was your biggest takeaway? What was something that dropped in for you? Make sure you share it on your stories. Tag myself and the figure underscores. But Danny, thank you so much for being here today. No worries. Thanks so much, Steph. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. My personal mission is to help women just like you to grow their business and give you the advice and insights you need to make your business go boom. And as part of my commitment to that mission, I have created a mini course called the Boom Your Biz mini course, and I want to offer it to you completely for free. So in this three-part mini course, you're going to learn how to identify and attract the perfect clients that you actually love to work with. You'll learn an easy and effective way to build your core offer and increase the amount of people that actually take you up on that offer and how to generate endless high quality leads absolutely free. Included in this free mini course is exclusive training. I give you templates and processes that you can follow and implement in your business right now to start seeing results straight away. The value of this mini course, guys, is $497, but I'm giving it to you completely for free. So if you're ready to level up and take action, use the link in my show notes to download this mini course. I'll see you next episode.